For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome to Believe in 76ers with your hosts, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50. That's B-L-E-A-V-5. Zero to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in 76ers podcast. I'm Marcus Dash here with legendary 76ers point guard Eric Snow and my brother Tasia Dash. Kevin, it was like a, a little mini spring break we had uh, for this uh, for the last time we saw each other on the show. <laughs> good break, yeah, yeah. Wow, got some good games in there too. So, six yeah. been on a nice little break too. Yeah. Yeah, five days off. Uh, Eric, did you ever have like in season, like not before also break, like a break that was this long and you're playing a game at home on a Sunday, then you're playing a game at home on a Friday? I mean, it's a whole week off. I mean, I mean, I think it's possible. I don't remember having that long of a break. Um, I, I would, I would lean towards no because, um, you know, our short, our season was shorter. Then you know we started two weeks later than they start now with the same amount of games. Right. So I would I would think that you know I don't remember having more than two days off, maybe three. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and then I know it definitely didn't happen on road trips. Like we didn't have that many days off in between. Mm-hmm. Home stand. You probably played on Thursday and then played again on Sunday or something like that. Um, yeah. Makes but sense. Other than that, I don't, I don't, I don't believe anything was. Yeah. Really that. It's a long time off. Hey, good for Harden at least that he gets a five days to 
Yeah. About a week. It's yeah. out of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think with NBA, because we, you know, we kind of, we'll get into it more so, but, you know, winning the last three out of four and NB kind of being on that tear that he was, do you think it was a good thing that he's all, that he had the five days off or does it just take some out of rhythm that he was kind of in? Yeah. I mean, the, the best medicine in the, in professional sports, especially in the NBA, is days off. That's, that's the best medicine you can get. Um, the rest of your body and recover and how you approach it will determine, you know, how much it'll benefit you. That's, that's the best best situation you can have because you don't have to take a day off of a game. You can just take, you know, let the schedule give you the day off. So that will really help him with the five days that he needs it, man. That was a, yeah, definitely. All right. So that, that leads us into perfectly to our first topic. Um, So MB did have a special weekend, uh, 101 points, 21 rebounds, 14 assists, nine blocks, three steals and two wins over Atlanta and Utah. Now we kind of had some, some people were saying Embiid's washed. I mean, not washed, but some people were saying Embiid's done. Harden's like the main guy of this team now. Um, but my question to you guys is, is Embiid back the MVP, the runner-up MVP the last two years? Um, and will he have to kind of keep this up for us to win without James Harden? Well, I mean, he showed it. I mean, I, I think that, you know, I, the way that he played this past week is why we were asking, was he injured? You know, because we've seen the difference. Yeah. Um, you know, but I think he kind of squash that. Um, now, whether he can maintain that level, hopefully he can. Um, but I do believe that what we've seen, a lot of teams didn't have answers for him. So I, I would expect teams to now, you know, start seeing more double teams and start a little more gadget defenses that's going to make it a little tougher. And now I think that he'll have to adjust to that as well as trusting some of his teammates to help him out. Um, as well, but I think he'll he'll continue it. I just think that you know what what he'll face now is like I said the different approaches to him where people kind of seeing that okay this you know instead of trying to let him play one on one and you know do all that I think that he will continue to 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 get that heat. Um, I just hope that you know usually when he gets a lot of double teams, his way of kind of avoiding them is to start drifting out to the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully, you know, the balance for that and then being inside and out, you know, isn't necessarily too high, but he's able to kind of still be dominant because he, he draws so much attention and opens things up, you know, the closer he is to the rim. And as far as him having to maintain that, I don't think that he has to maintain that for us to win. Um but it, but it definitely helps. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, I, I just think that if he's consistent, his um, percentages are still high, we're taking care of the basketball, um, he's proven that he's dominant and the teams can't, can't defend him one-on-one. So I think he's going to always be a threat. He doesn't have to necessarily score 30 or 59 points in the game for that to happen but he still can be dominant in other ways based on how he's being defended. So I think that he still has to continue his dominance, but I do not think that he needs to score 40 or 50 points for that to happen. Is that one of the more complete games that you've seen in a while? Because, I mean, to do what he did on top of having seven seven blocks, so it's not like he just was just hot and he just couldn't miss and he had like 12 three-pointers, right? Like, 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 it crazy. almost seemed personal. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it almost did. Like 
you know, like he had a beef with somebody. But I love you know, how yeah, I don't, I don't know for certain. I'm just, I don't know if he did. I mean, maybe no, but he played mad. You're right. Yeah, like, but you know, sometimes it's it's something triggers you. But I think that you know he had it going. But it, but outside that, it still kind of seemed personal to me. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe it was for that Keith Pompey article. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will hope that's not the trigger for you. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. Yeah, man. Don't go on social <laughs> media then. That's that's the yeah, trigger. Yeah. Um, he's responded back that twice already in two different po post games since that article came out. He's responded back saying that, like, you know, Harden's my guy. We can't wait to have him back. Not, you know, not actually responding to the article, yeah. but like pretty much kind of, you know, saying that I can't wait to have Harden back. We're a better team with him and I can't wait to have him back. We miss him. But we're going to do what we have to do to win until he gets back. I mean, so like he's kind of subtly, you know, maybe. So he said that after a win too, right? Yeah, the, the last two wins actually. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you, you eliminate all of that. We can win without him the same like when we won without Joel. You know, that's you know how you all um do Marcus. <laughs> and, and, and them after the game too, man. I mean, like they're clearly not at odds with each other and they clearly don't have any weirdness. It's like I've seen look, we know Joel pretty well at this point, as far as um personality on the court, uh, off the court, when he doesn't like somebody, we know we know when he has a problem. Like we we mm -hmm. know. We know the quotes he has. We know he doesn't really hide it that much. So we're we're all a good judge because he's such a he kind of wears it on his sleeve. We're all a good judge of when he has a problem with somebody. And he doesn't have a problem with him. I just like I, I don't I don't see that at all. They're 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 they're, they're tight. They, they look tight, you know. So uh, as far as his play, I mean, he was he was unbelievable. And yeah, like you were saying, it's just such a relief to have him back and being himself again. Right? It's so nice. He looks lay on his feet. He was quick. He was getting up to blocks, man, so fast. He was so active on defense. Um, I liked that he was both games more so in Utah, though. He made a hard effort to get deep uh, post position. Yeah. He get the ball really deep, and it was just it was just too late. Like they couldn't, they really couldn't do anything at that point. He was so deep and near the paint, and it was just like turn around, and go up. Um, I think he is back. I just want to see – I still want us to be smart with his minutes in general because I don't think he's fully in shape, and he still has the shoulder problem. So it's funny, like, th what, four days ago, five days – or no, not five days ago, three days before, I think, the the, the sec first game, late last week, he was saying he couldn't raise his shoulder on some blocks, and then he has two of his better games the last, like, year. So it's, it's just it's just funny that we forget, oh, man, he's, his shoulder's fine. It's probably not fine. It's probably still killing him when he when he wakes up sometimes, right? So – uh, he still does have that. So the five days hopefully help that a lot. Um, so the, the, the Harden part of the question. So I saw that um, without Harden, we've the best defense team in the league since he's been out. Number one with 29 in offense. Um, <laughs> so I attribute that to, I mean, yeah, obviously not having James, but not just beyond not having James. Not having a real point guard, I think it's just really, really hurting us. Um, and I said that weeks ago that I just – is it now going to put pressure on us to maybe add someone, a point guard off the bench, who kind of is kind of more of a floor general? Um, what do you what do you guys think as far as what has to change for that to improve? Uh, the offense? I mean – Yeah, just better balance, really, because, I mean, first defense and pretty much last at offense. It's, 
hurdle. I, mean, I, I just think that um, you know, we we you know people complain about James holding the ball. Um, but what you have is you have, you know, l- more control over defined roles. I think it's a lot more random, random play um, when he's not in there. Like they come down, you may be like, oh, okay, like how are we going to score this time? Or how are we going to score the next time? Like we, we're, we're talented enough to do it, but it's almost like, okay, your turn, my turn. Um, so, or, they're waiting, or they're waiting to see who comes off their man to double Joel. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I think another thing that I think is sort of underrated when James plays is Maxie's ability to get ahead of the defense in transition when James brings the ball to the court. Yes. Um, we get a lot of baskets and flatten the defense a lot from that. But if, when 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 Maxie's the primary ball handler, you don't get that as much because no one else is really getting ahead of the defense and flattening the defense like that, um, unless you know Joel or somebody, Trez or somebody are running and getting the early posts. Outside of that, we don't really get it. Yep. So I think the the transition baskets um, is is a piece of that too. Yeah. Um. So kind of talking about like you know the the inconsistency from the one the twenty nine. I think this does um, uh, kind of answer a little bit of what you're talking about, Tasia. Kind of the, the bench help that we're not really getting. Um, so our, our next topic. Um, so I saw a tweet from uh, Harrison Grimm, um, one of the Sixers beat writers. Um, he said the Sixers are dead last in bench scoring at twenty three point seven points per game. Uh, the next closest team is twenty seven point six points per game, uh, but. That's not the, that's it's not all bad. You know, there's some good stats here. Um, as Tasia mentioned, one in uh, first in scoring since Harden. Um, but now you got tenth oh, in steals, thirteenth uh, in blocks. Bench, top, right? Yeah, bench, 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 bench. Um, yeah, tenth in steals, thirteenth in blocks, and have a top ten uh, true shooting percentage. Um, so my question is, you got some good, you got some bad, and we like everything. There's a little bit of good, a little bit of bad. But uh, how worried are you about the bench uh, on a scale of one through ten? So you got a top 10 true shooting percentage, mm-hmm. but last in scoring. Yep. So what does that tell you? Not enough shots. It's the, not, yeah, it's the number of attempts. You've been saying this for a long time, too. <laughs> I've been saying, like, it's they, they probably will, will stay in that position because you, you have high-volume shooters in your starting lineup, and you have three of them. And in some ways, you have four. Um, because Tobias should be. You know, we've been saying he needs 15 shots a game. So if he getting 15 and he's shooting the fewest of the three, where are the shots coming from? Like, P.J. Tucker starts and he barely gets shots. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So I, I don't see I don't see that changing, and I don't think that the true shooting percentage shows that it's not about the ability to make shots. It's just the ability to get the attempts. Yeah, so they're not ineffective. They're just not. It's just the, the shots just aren't there. It's I not mean, an example. Just, they just aren't there. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if some minutes kind of went up with some guys, it may increase. Um, I think if Melton maybe goes back to the bench, that could increase. Yeah. Um, well. But other than that, I just don't see it happening. I, I just don't. I really don't. 
Um, you know, even the guy like Montrez, who in the past, his best years off the bench has been a focal point of the offense, and he's not getting the kind of touches that he's gotten, in the, he's received in the past. No. So I don't think that'll happen. Um, I think that um, from a from a role standpoint, I still think just guys kind of knowing their role um, and being more lower, starring in that role a little more, I think things could get better. Um, I still kind of feel like guys are a little unsure about what they're supposed to do as far as um, you just see a little confusion in, in some plays when you watch the game. Um, and some of that is just I don't think they really practice as much together, and I think it's just just needs some more time. Um, and I, but I still think it's a lot of duplicate positions, you know, guys that are playing out of position because somebody else plays the position that they should be playing. Um, so, but uh, I, I just think is to go back to the point. I just think it's the number of attempts is the issue more so than them being able to score. Uh, Daniel House kind of alluded to what you said a second ago um, as far as uh, just getting it together and, and getting on the same page and having more ball movement. It's like it's correctable. We just need to just have more better ball movement and have a better sense of where everyone is. Um, would you – I mean, I think – being last sucks at bench scoring. But being last and, ha- and being top, top 10, almost top 10 in those three categories – it's pretty pretty good trade off, I think, right? I mean, I would, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's different because you look at you look at some teams, um, and they have a guy like Tyrese Maxey that comes off the bench. Yeah. So just yeah. look where we would be if he were he if he was a six man. Yeah. Um, same amount the minutes, but just was a six man. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could it could change, but like we we have. You know our top scores and our top scores by a mile, all in the starting lineup. All of our points come from them. Yes, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah, I'm. And, and when one's out, then it just the yes. the, ne- the next highest guy just siphons, just, scores, just shoots it more. <laughs> and takes, yeah, yeah. So like Tobias goes from like yes. ten shots a game to like fourteen shots a game. Yes, he shoots like two more. MB shoots like two more. Yes. Those shots aren't really going there. It's it's like yes. everyone's taking it. The, the, the crumbs fall to like Niang yes. under the under the. Uh, it goes bottom. from one, two, and three. Yeah, and four, and then four moves to three, and it's then it goes from one, two, and three, and no four. <laughs> I've also noticed too it, since Harden's been out, it's like the big the big three do their scoring, and then like one guy, they rely on like one guy to set himself aside for that particular night. Like against the Suns, it was Niang. He had twenty one. Yeah, but that 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 one guy may be a starter. You know what I'm saying? He may not be a bench guy. Yeah. So <laughs> then, like, uh, the Hawks, no one really stepped up, which is partly why we lost. Uh, Shake had 11 against the Hawks the second time. Uh, Jazz, I mean, pretty much no one scored except Fran Pete in that game. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Tobias had eight, or Max had 18. Tobias had eight. Shake had six, and everyone else on the team had five or less. So, it's like that game was just, I mean, the Embiid. Um, yeah. I'd say six and a half out of ten. I'm worried. I'm not really worried because it's being productive. The bench is being productive. It's just not scoring a lot of points. Yeah. There's other ways to do that. And when you have a top-heavy team, hey, at least they're – that means they're filling in the roles elsewhere. You know, they're getting their hands out. They're getting in front of people. They're playing defense. They're stealing. They're deflecting. They're blocking. 
Um, and they're being efficient with the shots they do have. So, you know, I, I'm not too upset. Um, I think we could improve it um, if we we do have a roster spot open, so we could get a bench score. I think we will at some point, too. I think that's what some of them are going to get, something off the bench. Um, that will help. So uh, I, we're missing something right now, obviously. So I think we can add that at some point this season, either via trade or uh, free agent pickup. So, um, again, I, going back to what I think another point guard off the bench, a real point guard would, would help. I do think that would help us. I just don't think Melton – Melton plays well in spurts. I just don't – he's not He's not a point guard. He's not a real, I think, true point guard. I mean, but is Maxie supposed to be that guy? I mean, that's what we talked about all, all off season, now. I think Maxie right, Marcus? All the gross, <laughs> that's what yeah. you said, now. I think Maxie can play point guard. I don't think he is a point guard. There's a difference there, though, right? Like, isn't there a difference there? I mean – yeah, I mean, just I understand what you're saying. Just because you can bring the ball up doesn't make you a point guard. Mm-hmm. But point guards nowadays, it's different definitions for them. Um, yeah, yeah. You know. I, Shout I, out I, to Rashad think... Phillips, my guy who who been saying for years that we need to rename the whole positions. Um, <laughs> so I'll send y'all a link, man. He got a good little concept going on. Yeah, but, that's cool. Yeah. Um. So it's. It is so, like, you say point guard. Well, I mean, they all kind of point guards from a sense. Um, I would say more of a a different style of guard. Um, More of a set up the offense, get guys set. A floor floor general. Yeah, yes. So that's the, the traditional point guard from a standpoint. We only um, have one on boys, the team. My boy Shot calls it. Yeah. Yes, but they don't have that. Um, so yeah. That would help, but but that would also take from some other guys playing. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like who, who who are you gonna take out? But I just I think that that can be controlled a little bit by style of play. Um you know, a coach can control that if he wants to. You know, it may it may cause you to slow down some and play a little slower. Well, if you don't have a layup, you know the old Larry Brown play. If you, Larry Brown way, you don't have a layup, we run a set. We transition into a set, or unless you got a layup. So it kind of depends. I mean, some people nowadays, if they don't have a layup, they just transition right into flow and they just flow and then you just throw the ball to the other side and people move and move. They think they're doing anything, but all they do is setting the pick and roll on the other side. That's all they really doing. Well, it's um, there. Now, now, now it's if you don't have a three, they do all those things. Yeah, I mean, just they just say freedom of movement <laughs> and positionless basketball. It's the same stuff. It used to be layup. All, y'all, all you crazy. did was you take the big guy instead of him being down low and you sit him up top. It's yeah. all the same stuff for that. That's really the only difference. Um, they just... Have your big, or you have your big, get the rebound, bring it up, give it to somebody. It, same thing. You just don't. You just lead a spread everybody out. Um, but at the end of the day, it's still the same. You try to get the ball to your best player in the position for him to score. Yeah. So um, that's what you try to do. And the defense try to get your best player out of his best position and try to put it in the ball. The hand put the ball in the hands of the weakest offensive player and try to get him to score. That has not changed the NBA, no matter what kind of style they throw out there. 
That's what you want to do. So who's going to be able to make teams turn the ball over, speed them up, rebound, do all the other stuff? It matters. That's why playoff basketball, everybody say playoff basketball is different. Well, that's why, because it, the game slows down because all the possessions are fewer because of the focus on and attention that people pl- put on you because you're playing the same opponent. So they know all your stuff. Yep. <clears throat> so I wouldn't say we got to necessarily play that brand of basketball right now, but if you're saying you want to be able to do what you're saying, Asia, if you don't have that type of guy, that's how you can do it. But I just, I don't see us doing that with, because I think that kind of limits Maxi. But that's why you do see when James plays, he's a little more like controlling things, slowing things down because that's kind of what's needed. And at the same time, Maxi is good and accelerates when he gets ahead of the defense. Mm-hmm. So you, it's just a balance. I just think it's a it's a balance from what we need to do. And I think Maxi can do it, but I just think that right now he is just go, 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 go. Yeah. Um they're probably telling him that too. We need you to go. Yeah, man. that's what I'm saying. So he's just go, go, go. So right now. it's gonna be hard to kind of do that. And then I think shaking those other guys, they're really they can handle the ball and run things, but I think they're really just score first. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and I've seen some Sixers fans say we should go into looking into uh, getting Kemba Walker. It's like that doesn't floor general line. Yeah, that, that wouldn't first. really help us with it as a floor. We need like a floor general off the bench. I mean, I mean but Kemba can Kemba can run your team. He can do that. He just scores, but he can run a team. Though. I mean, you know, to say he can't. Um, I mean, I, w- I would say he he would be better at running the team than the guys that we have. Maybe maybe outside of James. Um, he may not be a better player than Maxi right now, but I think he's a better as far as what we're having a conversation about mm-hmm. um, yeah. with his experience. So you got you guys would both be on board for a Kemba Walker uh, acquisition? I, I'm not saying Kemba is the guy. I'm just, we're just I'm just saying someone he just gave him an you just gave him an, as an example, right? And I'm just saying he would be a better fit for what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. You know, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what type of what type of guy you can, you know, because I think the guy that you get has to pretty much come in understanding, yeah, understanding that he's the third PG because mm-hmm. James coming back most likely that guy's not going to play. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Kimber Walker wants to be in that role. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he probably wants to be in the role where he's. The number two guy, hopefully number one guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's guys out there. I mean, you know, you know, Milwaukee has a guy like that. They picked up the, the Brooklyn just let go Carter. Yeah. So this guy's out there. He's played great for them in uh, Drew Holiday's yeah. absence, by the way. Yeah, and he might not even be playing if they were healthy. That's the crazy thing about yeah. him. Yeah, but now he's kind of worked himself into that position that. I don't think they can push him um, out of the lineup. No, out of the lineup. So we'll see. He definitely earned minutes now. Yep. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um, so you mentioned Milwaukee. Uh, that gets us into our game picks, our final topic here. Uh, so Sixers taking on Milwaukee rematch of our home opener. Actually, I think it was the second game of the season uh, where we lost 90-88. to 88. Um, So surprisingly about this, uh, the, the spread here, it's a one point. It was two points yesterday. Now it's a one point, 76 or a one point favorite tonight uh, on ESPN against the Milwaukee Bucks. So uh, my question, who do you guys have tonight and what's going to be different this time around other than the fact that we don't have James in this one? We're going to win. All right. No, I'm not going to do the opposite thing today. Um, (laughs) I just just think that um, we will do a solid job on Giannis, um, having multiple guys being able to play him, Joel at the rim. And, but I just think that um, Joel keep up his streak, get Lopez and bigs and foul trouble. Um, and we'll pull it up. I was just looking at uh, the last four games of third quarters. Cause I'm just curious. Uh, we won one out of those four third quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm doing a third quarter bet tonight. I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. Um, I, I think we win. I think we win. I'm going to say uh, 91-87. I think it'll be pretty low, low scoring. I think it'll be like a defensive game, especially with what our numbers are right now. Milwaukee, I mean, I, I don't see them lighting it up tonight. If Drew plays, it'll be a big boost for them, but – I just I think I don't think he even played last time we played them and I mean they won so it probably gives them some confidence of like well last time we played them he, you know they didn't win so no he, he uh, did play he did play he last played. time he did play yep. yeah I was just looking at it then um he had six oh there he is six, six, shoot six, yeah four of that game oh uh, he was two fifteen so it was almost like he didn't play so there you go uh <laughs> he probably would have been better off sitting that game for him we probably actually almost came back because of him um. So yeah, I, I I yeah, I think we win 91 87. I think it'll be a low scoring game. Um yeah, I think uh we kind of have to win this. It's they beat us. If they win this, they they swept us at home, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That would, that would not be good. That would not be good. Uh especially for for talking about being if we are gonna make a run to win some games and climb the standings, it'd be nice to kind of even it out here before we have to play in Milwaukee. Yeah. And will this be our first time over five hundred on the season? I feel like we keep getting to 500 and then we keep getting an L when we get to the 500 marker. Well, we start off one and four. So that was quite a, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we, I don't think we have. Wow. Oh, and three, one and three, uh, one and four, two and four, three and four, four and four, four and five, four and six, five and six, five and seven, six and seven, seven and seven. Wow. So big game for us, you know, to break that 500. That's, that's, Back that's to game deal. zero again. We've had a few yeah. games zeros this year. Here we go. Right yeah, again. From here. Right through the surface, baby. Um, yeah, nice win. Yeah. Um, and then uh, lastly, so uh, the game we play tomorrow night, it'd be the last game we have until we see each other again on Tuesday. Uh, we play Minnesota Timberwolves tomorrow night at home. Um, I, I spread hasn't come out yet. The, they haven't released it yet. But uh, what do you guys uh, have in that one tomorrow night? Back to back at home, um, tough. Minnesota hasn't been playing well. 
Um, but you know, I think that um, I think we can win that one too. But that's the game I think is going to be a slowdown game. I think they're going to try to come in and run. Um, but you know, that back, I think it'll be a sluggish, slowdown game that we pull out in the end. Yeah, that'll be an interesting game back to back. Uh, yeah, I mean, we had five days off, so so you know, hopefully, you know. Yeah, they couldn't make one of those games spread out. Yeah, come on, give it, give it Wednesday or something, <laughs> Thursday and Saturday. What, what is that? That's like that's stupid scheduling. That's just dumb. I mean, it's, it's building availability sometimes the other teams, so you, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, when they play, they play two. They play the Cavs and Magic, and then they have today off. They played on. They played on the thirteenth. And then the sixteenth, so it was a little, a little spread out. Uh, well, yeah, they could have. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's not my job. Um, <laughs> um, I think that's a tough game, man. Um, who the hell are we gonna put on cat? Or I, are they gonna put Tobias or PJ on on Gobert and put and beat on cat? That's. Uh, no, I think they. I think they put Tobias on. Okay, I mean he don't post up very much. Man, he yeah, said he's that's, the, that's, that's he true. said he's the best three point shooting big man of all time. Good, keep doing it. Keep trying that. Keep 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 trying to live up to that. I mean that's what he said. So I mean if he's saying that, I mean he's not saying that. And then living on the post. <laughs> true. Yeah, I mean they beat the Cavs at Cleveland, and that's a pretty good matchup for them because they yes, the Cavs have you know been struggling since they lost out west. Yeah, and Cavs have today the Mobley. Yeah, I believe they they all played. Allen didn't play. Allen didn't play. That would have been big for them because they could have put Allen Mobley on Cat uh, Gobert. It would have totally neutralized. So that did make a difference. Um, damn, Garland had fifty one that game. I didn't even know that. Oh. Well, I don't think um, Mitchell didn't play that game either, right? When he had fifty one. Oh yeah, you're right. Yes, they're without Mitchell, and they're okay. There you go. That win takes a little, a little out of there. But they were killing them. It looks like Cleveland outscored them forty to twenty five in the final quarter, and make it with a five point game. So they're up by twenty going into that quarter. So that's that's they were handling them. Um, I'll say, dude, I, I think game's gonna be real close. I'll say, give us a very close victory there. I'd say within three points. Um. But I like this. I mean, Tobias is questionable tonight with a hip. After being all five days, what'd you hear your hip doing? <laughs> playing video games? What the what the what? <laughs> what? If he doesn't play, that means it's it's more serious than they putting on. That's that's a little scary. That's what's scary about it. He wasn't hurt last game. Now all of a sudden five days off and he's questionable on Friday. It's like either either it's it's you know, he heard it, it's hurt worse, or he heard it during practice. Yeah. The game. That sucks. That's huge for us if we're without him. Well, you got to see our, our our depth of that position, though. We, we got a lot of guys similar to that in that, that spot that, that, can, that can plug and play there. So if Tobias doesn't play and a guy like comes – a non-starter comes to start, would that be bench points? <laughs> Ooh. Te- technically, it would not count as bench points. <laughs> it's going to be someone else besides Maxi and MB shooting, though. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I'm just I'm just asking because, you know, it's – you know, how do they do bench points when that guy doesn't – whoever doesn't start or, you know, because uh, the guy can win six-man 
and they look at his points for the season, true. and he started 30 games. Yeah. They stick to whoever uh, bench it for comes that off game. the bench, yeah. Yeah, they, they stick by the book. Yeah. I'd like to do that. Um, That's a good point, though, Eric. That, that, yeah, that, the, the sixth man who starts a lot of the games, they're looking at his total points per game and his all stats. I mean, they're yes. not looking at the stats where he comes off the bench. Yeah. Yes. They can make um, that a subcategory, though. How many points you had coming off the bench, your points per game coming off the bench versus what you had when you started. They, they could do I that. I bet you'd see a lot of different awards over the past 10, 15 years if you did it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if a guy, if one guy averaged 14 a game and he played 81 games at at the actual six men off the bench, and then another guy was like 20 points, but he started half the season, it's like, well, mm-hmm. six man, I don't know. You're kind of the fifth and a half man, actually. <laughs> so. Um, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, oh, another thing too, I was going to say earlier is that uh, Phoenix and Utah are both, I believe, top ten in um, offensive efficiency. So those are good. We we our defense buttoned up and played um, played really well in those games. So it's nice to see the defense come around because our defense looked atrocious at the start of the season. Um, They're going to have people say Harden was the root of all. Uh... All the bad with our defense when he comes back. If our defense looks like crap again, everyone's gonna blame it on him. Well, I guess you could blame the good offense on him too, then, right? So yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one, it's one or the other. So take the good um, with the bad. Who do you think they start if Tobias doesn't play against Gobert and Cat? Uh, they go big. Um, tonight would be a little more normal. They they could probably start whoever they want, but if I actually yeah. think I think they I think they'll go big. I think they'll start. Um, Paul Reed, Reed or something. Paul Reed, yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul Reed, someone that you could definitely put on Cat. That's yeah. that's a good matchup for him. Reed actually, gonna, he's going to get a spot against um, Giannis. Because I remember, remember last year, he uh, in like that six minute span that all the uh, Sixer fans like take a picture of, like Giannis' stats when uh, uh, Paul Reed was playing against him for those three minutes. When Paul Reed's Hall of Fame game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, all right, fellas. Well, that does it for us. Thanks for tuning in to Believe in 76ers presented by Bet Online. We'll see you guys on Tuesday as we preview the Ben Simmons return game. Wait, actually, is it, is it in Philly or is it in Brooklyn? Oh, let me... I, believe it's in, I believe it's Philly, right? Yeah, it's Philly. The Ben Simmons return game. Woo! Can't wait. Well, hold on, hold on. All right, we can do our predictions next. So I was going to say, do we think he's going to play? But let's do that on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Right. Actually, we'll, they'll probably know by then if he's going to play or not. He's going to play. He'll play. He's going to play? Yeah. yeah, he'll play. Got to get it over with. He'll play. All right. Well, we'll, we'll preview that game on Tuesday. So we'll see you guys. Have a good weekend. All right. Take it easy. Right, guys. Enjoy. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.